I say, hello, hello, it's awfully quiet in here, is there anybody there? It's me, it's Cecil. I wandered in wondering if you're going to be doing a radio show tonight. Is it locked? Hey, say, who's that? Somebody in there? Oh no, it's that drunken bastard. Cecil, it's Fullersvin. If you open the door straight, then I'll give you a lift. Get this blasted piece of metal open before my brother decides to ram it down with Mjolnir. I say, a bunch of Vikings. How lovely. Do come in. I can't seem to find the rest of the team. You'd better do as I say before I bend you over backwards and shove your head up your ass. Shut the door, won't you? There's a terrible draft. By Odin's beard, Cecil, are you trying to fuck the doorknob or open it? That's a little bit strong, isn't it? It's even stronger than my cocktail. Here we are, sailing all the way to Hutton for the news, and there's no one here but you, posh drunk trucker. Well, I'm very, very, very sorry. I, I seem to have lost the entire radio crew. If you don't sort this out this fucking instant, you brandy-reeking pisspot, I'll crack open your ribcage and make you a blood eagle. So help me Odin. I'll have to see what I can do. Look around, you know? Ah! I think someone left me a note. To Cecil B. Trumpington. From Alvin DeFear. What a lovely little fluffy bundle he is sometimes. Dear Cecil, that's me. Everyone's gone away. We've left you in charge. Don't fuck it up. There's a P.S. P.S. If I catch you and Lael making whoopee in the studio again, I'm going to have you castrated. P.P.S. By castrated, I mean neutered. There's a little box attached here. It's got a note. It says, Cecil, play this. Yeah, if you don't put a show on, I'll rake your scalp off with my axe and pour vinegar over your head. Uh, one second, my hairy Viking friend. I'm going to dial the emergency number for a little bit of help. This is Akasa Antonacci. I'm sorry, but Papa isn't here right now. He's out of stealing your stuff. Uh-uh. Please leave a message after the short explosion. Giuseppe, what are you doing? You step away from that machine.
I think that might have been a wrong number. I'll have to just play what I've got and hope for the mug that it's right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Hutton Orbital Radio. In tonight's news... Dick Chafing is sent back for Hober. Radio crew goes missing. The Order of the Shadows Grand System Hunt. The election goes floppy. In the first story tonight, and if you're wondering where my co-host is, Alvin has banished him. Following last week's broadcast, Alvin noticed that they had left Hober behind on the planet's surface. Wary of being in the doghouse and tired of being barked at, my itinerant co-host has been ordered to turn around and go and find him. We haven't heard from Mr Chafing all week and can only surmise that he is still scouring the planet in the vain hopes that Hober is still alive. In not entirely unrelated news, the entire Hutton Orbital Radio team have gone looking for Dick. We haven't seen Dick for over a week. This pre-recorded news section will have to suffice until we can find Dick, work out what's taking so long with chafing, and bring things here at Hutton back to full strength. The Holy Purdo of the Order of the Shadow has announced the start of a grand system hunt out in the area of Jack's Station. For future potential expansion and colonization for the Order, and of course two of their allies, Commander Infernal Jawa, the head of the Order of the Shadow's Pilots Federation Division, is placing a bounty for three systems containing an Earth-like world, a water world, and a world with an icy ring, all within 1,000 light-years of EOL Pro RSTD3-94. There are prizes in the competition, and all details can be found on the official forums. And finally, also unrelated to any previous items, the spy team have reported that our grand election has gone a little bit wrong. From a firm start, things have taken a turn for the worse. Premature celebration has led to a decrease in our election percentage, and the results, once thought to be the crowning glory of this week's news, have turned into a bit of a disappointment. All commanders are politely requested to return to PSPF LF2 and help reinforce the election. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the pre-recorded Hutton News, we sincerely hope that Alvin has found a host for the evening, and that it isn't Cecil. I'm Rudolf Hucker. Good night. I think that went okay. And while listening, I poured myself a drink and then looked up what I think is the right phone number before the next bit.
Yeah. Mind wipe. It's me. Oh, Cecil, thank God. Don't talk. I've got a bit of an emergency. Oh. I've lost the team. Oh. I'm not sure I can see straight, and I'm trying to do a news broadcast. I need help. Well, I can't do anything. I'm locked in the vault. I went to the toilet before leaving, and next thing you know, I'm locked in. Someone's powered down the secondary transmitter. I can't do anything in here apart from internal comms. Ah, I'm very sorry, old chap. Uh, that might have been me. You see, I was on my way to the bar and decided to lock up, which I did, and secured the vault. Uh, I've given the key to Dick. You did what? Cecil, when I get hold of you, you... Ah. I've lost him. That's a pity. Um, I think I've got the next bit ready now. I think this is Commander Wotherspoon. Galnet News, 11th of August, 3302. We read Galnet News so you don't have to. A burial at the Tianisla Orbital Graveyard. Clues to one of the galaxy's biggest mysteries may have been revealed during a recent burial at the Tianisla Orbital Graveyard. The new mausoleum ship is believed to have been moved to its final resting place in May this year, but the significance of the event has only been realised this week. It is believed that the burial may have been that of 180-year-old Rebecca Tiley, also known as Rebecca Weston, a venerable pilot with an elite combat rank who is believed to have connections to the Formidine Rift mystery. Certain facts about the burial may have significance. The ship, a customised antique Eclipse-class Super Cobra, carries the registration Coromium et Animam, which translates as My Heart and My Soul. This may be a reference to the Heart and Soul nebulae. A beacon on board the ship broadcast a burst of data while it was being towed into position. This consisted of the letters E-A-F-O-T-S, that is, Echo Alpha, Foxtrot Oscar, Tango Sierra, repeated continuously. EAFOTS is the name of a starfield sector between and above the Heart and Soul Nebulae, and stretching to the edge of the galactic arm. Rather than searching for a needle in a field full of haystacks, commanders may now know the identity of the haystack. However, Truckers are reminded that whatever lies at the heart of the Formidine Rift mystery is not a point of interest, and its significance may not be obvious even when found. SRV enthusiast and amateur astronomer Drew Wagar suggests that some aspects of the mystery may already have been seen by explorers. Children of Liberty criticise Edmund Mann. 
ungrateful, do-gooding citizens of the Alliance of Independent Systems, a group known as the Children of Liberty, have criticised Prime Minister Edmund Mann for tolerating authoritarian systems within the Alliance. Claiming that over 213 million Alliance citizens live in systems that make no pretense of democracy, they questioned whether Prime Minister Mann can legitimately claim to promote harmony and self-determination, and whether he is in a position to criticise the Federation and Empire. However, the Children of Liberty conceded that Mahan was right to call for barnacles to be protected, saying that the rampant exploitation of these structures is not only reckless, it may also be dangerous. Their views about barnacles are likely to be treated with the same deep level of respect already shown by the Federation and Empire to the views of Prime Minister Mahan. The Fuel Rats announced their plans for a new outpost in the new bubble. The independent pilot's answer to Darwinian natural selection, the Fuel Rats, have announced their intention to set up a new extraction outpost near Jack Station. If the bid is successful, this may bring to three the number of stations in the new bubble. A Fuel Rats spokesperson said that this station replaces their earlier intention of setting up an outpost near Sagittarius A-Star, which is a popular destination for explorers, but a bit far from the nearest fish and chip shop for the Fuel Rat volunteers. The Fuel Rats also expressed an opinion that Jack Station may well at some point attempt to continue its eventful voyage to Beagle Point. Jack himself had earlier stated that he has no immediate intention of attempting to take the old girl any further. Jack Station has been slowly returning to operation as a result of the benevolent assistance of many independent pilots. The repair CG completed early on Sunday morning and services are already back online. Jax has personally thanked participating pilots, saying that most systems at the station should be running pretty soon. He also announced that due to the overwhelming response, he plans to open a shipyard in the near future, although he couldn't yet say what ships he'd be stocking. Outfitting options at Jack are limited, but a full range of mining equipment and limpets are now in stock. Those helping in the community goal to set up an independent station near to Jack by supplying mined materials, and who've been laboriously hauling cargo loads of limpids all the way from Seoul, are sure to greet with unfettered delight the free availability of limpids at Jack Station, when they eventually get there. Dr. Arkanen appeals for help. Independent research group Canon Interstellar has appealed for help in tracking down unknown probes. These mysterious items have recently been discovered to contain a pizza-shaped key, which is being puzzled over by Canon scientists and many amateur sleuths. It's not entirely clear what sort of lock this pizza-shaped key will fit into, or indeed if it might be a different sort of key, such as the key to a puzzle, or the key to a cipher, or possibly the musical key used in some very advanced and challenging space opera. Cthulhu enthusiast and axe-wielding aspiring author Michael Brooks has confirmed that unidentified artefacts point to suns, and unidentified probes point to planets. 
but it seems that there are as yet no in-game artefacts that point to the Thargoid Tourist Information Office. In any case, the general consensus appears to be that more study needs to be done. The problem that Canon Interstellar faces is this. Unknown probes have so far only been found in the holds of heavily armed Federation military ships, flying in heavily armed Federation military convoys. And the white-coated boffins of Canon Interstellar are finding it more than a little inconvenient having to defeat the best military forces the Federation is able to muster every time they want to do a bit of science. Cannon believes that unknown probes may be found in a sphere around Marope, in a manner similar to the sphere of unknown artefacts, which can be found between 135 and 150 light-years from Marope. They're likely to be found in anomalous signal sources, because that's where unknown artefacts are found. Canon Interstellar is rumoured to be willing to swap a packet of chocolate hobnobs for any unknown probes that may be found. Elsewhere in the galaxy, President Zachary Hudson has started gathering resources to allow the Federation to build three new Farragut-class battlecruisers. This is seen as a direct response to a similar initiative recently by the Empire to build three new capital ships. With barnacle sites in Marope guarded by the Federation and reports of military presence from the Empire in nearby Pleone, Federation and Empire seem set to clash over the supply of meta-alloys. Hudson claimed that independent pilots who assist him in the escalating arms race will be helping to assure the safety of the people, homes and families of the Federation. It is, however, possible that Hudson may be worried about the bands of marauding scientists from Canon Interstellar. And that was this week's Galnet News. We read Galnet News, so you don't have to. Awfully good, isn't he? Anyway, um, it's about that time in the show where we dial the Hot Pit team and ask them what on earth we should be doing. Commander Evenstar here. If you're calling about ship canopy glazing, I've got some. If you're calling about missold cutter insurance, I don't have one. And if you're my mum, I don't know where the remote is. Ah. Um, I'm not sure that's going to be very helpful. Right. Um, faction stuff. We've got an election. It was going wrong. Um, do stuff for Alvin. And that was the hot pit bit. Okay, I think it's time for me to see if I can find something from that lovely, lovely lady, Flossie.
Hello, this is Flossie with the CG News for this week. Before I start, Runway and I would like to say a very big thank you to all Hutton Truckers for the very generous gift of a bottle of champagne for our 42nd wedding anniversary, which we celebrated yesterday. You truly are a wonderful community, and this was a fantastic surprise for us when it arrived today. Thanks to everyone. Okay, now on to the CG news. Bummer, I've just dropped my papers. Hold on. Okay, here we go. Sagittarius, you're going on a long... Oops, no, that's the wrong one. Right, that's better. <clears throat> Firstly, the, C the current CG out at Jake's station to establish a base in the AR Pro system continues into its third week and is starting to pick up momentum as more commanders arrive and equip for mining. I'm hoping to go get some mining done myself later. There are two other CGs going on this week, this time to establish control of the Pleiades Sector IHV C216 system, currently held by the Empire which is great news for anyone who enjoys hunting for chocolate-covered coconut bars. I, I mean, bounty hunting. Okay, Flossie likes chocolate. Ahem. Excuse me, madam. Uh, what is it? Here is your glass of champagne, Commander Flossie. Why, thank you, Commander Wrongway. That will be all. You can go now. Cheers. Right, where was I? Oh yes, an Imperial Inquisition spokesman said, I would not surrender so much as an inch of territory to the Federation. I am certainly not about to surrender the Pleiades Sector IHV C216 system. I hope the Pleiades Resource Enterprise is prepared for a fight. The Imperial Inquisition have asked all Empire-aligned pilots to help repel the Federal forces and similarly, the Pleiades Resource Enterprise has issued a call to arms to all Federation-aligned fighters. They have asked for combat bonds to be handed in either at TII Research Facility for the Empire or the PRE Laboratory for the Federation, both in the Pleiades Sector IHV C216 system. That's all for this week. See you all next week for more Community Goals news. See you all out in the void. Bye! I think that went very, very, very well. It's about time for us to retire for a nice cocktail. Um, mics are clear, just need to save the recording. Which button is it? Self-destruct initiated. Please leave by the nearest exit. Do not stop to collect your belongings. Everyone, to the escape pods. Why, you drunken clown. Oh dear, I seem to have made a little bit of an error. A computer, a password for the mug. A cancel self-destruct. You are not authorized to cancel the self-destruct. To ship's computer from Cecil B. Trumpington. Um, that would be me. Lael would be awfully grateful 
If you could turn that awful racket off, it's going right through my head. You are still not authorized to cancel the self-destruct. I think we better go now. I say, um, computer, this is a little bit of a problem and I'm going to get into an awful lot of trouble. Um, for the mug, um, for the gin, um, psycho cow, I don't know what's the password. Um, how about I just say, please? You will never be authorized to cancel the self-destruct. I've got this. It's okay. Computer priority override. Authorization, Amiga, Charlie, 6, 4, Spectrum, cool. Password, game over. Cancel self-destruct. Jolly good show, old chap. You sound a little bit out of breath. How on earth did you get out of the vault? Don't ask. And what is that almighty smell you've discovered? Don't ask that either. Oh my. Cubicle 3 is next to the retro vault, isn't it? You poor man. Car, Cecil. Let's let's get you back to your own quarter, shall we? Whew, man. <sighs>